Here we go, y'all. It's Friday, February 16th. Is this thing working? Before we end this crazy week, and, and it seems like every day we say, man, it's been a crazy news day. At the end of the week, we go, man, it's been a crazy news week. Just face it, man. It's crazy in the world, and it's just getting crazier and crazier, ain't it? Yeah, it is. Welcome to the show, everybody. <laughs> I am here today, and we are on fire. Can you believe the kind of headlines we've had all week long? Yeah. We have talked about an array of things, you know, from the elections to breaking bombshell news to this. We have not talked about yet Fannie Willis, and we will get into that by the end <laughs> of the show because this is absolutely just yeah. mind-blowing, hilarious it's a clown show. It was clown comical, show. man. Every bit of it. Yeah. You know, so we're going to get into that today. That is, before we do all that, we would like you to, everybody, please go to all the platforms that you can. Follow, share, and subscribe. And um, thank you for being there for us this week. We have uh, we have hit major major milestones, major milestones goals and accomplishments, goals. things that we said, and y'all are helping us to accomplish that, and we thank you for all of that. We man. thank you so much. Tell your friends about us, man. Please do. Yeah. You know, because we're just ordinary citizens bringing you our point of view. I'm just an ordinary you know, Joe. Just an ordinary Joe. <laughs> you know, and we just want you to stand up and be, you know, informed and become engaged. That's it. You know, and rise up. So That's it. But we're going to get on with our day. We're just going to kick back and yeah. let's drink kinda some run, coffee and run through the week. Yeah, let's kind of do a rundown here. So we, we started out the week mainly, and I know we talked about we were going to be doing some in-depth analysis of the Putin interview that mm -hmm. Tucker Carlson conducted with him. And we've got that. We've been going through it. And I'm glad that we kind of waited based on the fact of all the other news that's come out this week. It's been a rough week. In the press, I guess you could say for for Russia, it's been a rough week for our government too. It's been a rough week for Joe Biden, and Joe Biden is more than happy to see all this other news come out. Oh, isn't he? Yeah, <laughs> because it it just throws everything off of him. Remember last week with him and the mental thing going on, and the, right at the same time the, the Putin interview and, drops. Yeah, yeah, right at the same time, everything was like all happening at one time, and you know. With this new Russia headline that has inundated the news since we've been up this morning, getting ready for work. I know everybody heard it. Getting ready for work this morning, and you're like, oh, if you're in, if you watch Fox News and you just turn it on just because you got to know what's going on in the narrative world, right? Yeah. You hear news alert, Fox News alert. It's every two minutes on there today. Well, this morning, even <sighs> though when when woke up sitting there drinking coffee and kind of watching that, I, I paid attention to it. When they started the news hour at 6 o'clock, it was like almost 6.42, 6.43 when they got off of the Alexei Navalny story right, and went into the Fannie Willis deal. They done a little short segment on it. Before they closed that hour of the show, they were back on Navalny. They opened the next hour with Navalny, and about 20 minutes into it, they gave the Fannie Willis story four minutes of coverage. They went back to the Navalny story. So this so, is going to be your day. Well, that just shows you right there what the news narrative is supposed to be for the day. They mm -hmm. were not going to let you get by with it. They were going to cram it down your throat. Cram it down your throat. We're not that way, and you know that. We're not going to cram a news narrative down your throat. We're going to bring you what is signal, what's important. That's exactly right. Not the right. distractions. 
Yes. But as we go on here, we did. We talked about the Tucker interview. And like we say with the narrative, what are they trying to distract us from this week? Oh, man, there's a lot of things that would seem Schellenberger and Taibbi. Remember we came out with that bombshell report a couple days ago where the CIA and the Five Eyes country spied on Trump using Russia as an excuse. Russia, Russia, Russia. Right. Just like I said. And 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 on cue. Here we just, go. On cue, just like from last week mm-hmm. when the Putin interview airs, we'll Joe Biden jumps up on stage, hadn't seen him in months, and all of a sudden he pops up on stage trying to defend himself through all that and his mental health. You know what I mean? Because right. the Herb report come out. So you could see that was easily a distraction. This week, we get the Schellenberger Taibbi bombshell that lets us know that our CIA and the Obama government, the Obama administration, was conducting a warrantless international spy ops against Donald Trump. And 26 of his associates. And 26 of his associates. And we even talked about this the other day, too. Mm-hmm. Remember, I said, well, I wonder if Flynn, Carter Page, and Papadopoulos, I wonder if those three were of the 26. And we immediately hear that Flynn was was part of that 26. And we did hear that Papadopoulos and was. Papadopoulos was. You know, and they keep mentioning Page's name, so I'm pretty sure... Yeah. That that one was in so, there also. So but what they're I, not giving us the names yet. We're looking for them. But, but what I'm pointing out with that is, is that story broke. That story broke. It come out, confirmed. Everybody understands this. And then what do they do the very next morning? <laughs> they bring out a rumor, a hoax, a ruse about Russian space nukes. Yeah. And then That's they have to go just back. Blown away. Yeah, and blown ha- me away. Yeah, and then they have to go back and they have to recant that, you know. I know by the end of the day. And then <laughs> when when we're like trying, you know, looking up news last night, we also see that part of the administration is still going along with this. Mm-hmm. So one part is saying no, it's debunked. The other part is saying no, it's true. So you know, my way of thinking, they're just trying to confuse you. <laughs> well, sure. I mean, it's just a confusion tactic. It's just propaganda. You know, a little bit more of their propaganda. And then uh, last night, another thing came forward yesterday that you probably didn't know because of all the huge news cycle yesterday with the Fannie Willis and everything else. The, the distraction, Russian space nukes. The yeah. Space nukes. Schellenberger dropped this, dropped something on Jesse Waters last night. We're going to let you hear about it right now. Here's Jesse's report into how the CIA framed Trump just dropped, and it changes everything. This week, we learned how Obama's CIA told foreign spies to bump 26 Trump campaign associates, who the CIA thought were, you know, easy marks, framing them for collusion and then triggering the FBI investigation, the illegal wiretapping, and eventually the Mueller probe. We also learned there are classified documents that prove all of this, that Trump might have copies of, And it could be why Biden raided Mar-a-Lago. Now, today, Michael Schellenberger and Matt Taibbi dropped another bombshell. Russia didn't want Trump to win in 2016. Russia wanted Hillary, and the CIA knew it. Russia saw Hillary as manageable and predictable. They were comfortable with her and wanted her to be president. The Russians thought Trump was a wild card, didn't want to deal with that. There was never any evidence showing Putin supporting Trump. Obama's CIA director, John Brennan, knew this and manufactured the evidence. He manipulated other assessments, buried high-quality intelligence, and then manufactured a conclusion that 
17 agencies agreed Russia interfered in the 2016 elections to help Trump. And then the press ran with it, and the country was brainwashed. Now, according to these new reports, these were similar tactics the CIA used with the WMDs. This has severely wounded our body politic, warped our minds, and wrecked our trust in national security institutions. We deserve the full accounting of this hoax immediately. Every document involved. Yeah, we deserve accountability immediately. Just what Jesse says. Yeah. We need to see every intelligence operation paper that was ever copied. But who has the binder? Written. Oh, they have the binder. I know they have the binder. Do you think they have all the binders? I do. I think they have it. If they don't have it, they got a copy of it. Because believe me, you're going to tell me there's only one copy of this binder. Well, if they had the binder, then all they have to do is go, we don't have no binder. We don't know what you're talking about. No. But I, I believe there other people have seen it. I believe it was stolen out of there. But I believe somebody else has copies. I'm not saying President Trump has copies, but I'm telling you, somebody else had copies to make them scramble like they have. Yeah, and, and then somebody the, this, you know, they keep Schellenberger and Taibbi keep talking about their sources. Yeah. So I'm thinking maybe they have a copy. Um, no, last night he was on Waters saying asking for the copy, mm-hmm. asking for yeah, a copy. He was asking for the copy. So yeah. maybe they don't. Maybe that's his way of saying we don't have it. I don't know. This is really a mystery, so we're going to keep our eye on it and um, get, but, bring you but, what we know. But good Lord, in light of all that you've seen, who do you believe in this? And when I say that, who do you believe in this? I'm asking you, can you really trust your government at all in anything that they tell you? Especially when you wake up this morning after hearing what we heard last night and regarding not- Hillary Clinton. Okay, now I'm going to bring this up. Hillary Clinton was named last night that they knew that Putin wanted her to be the president. She was named. Then we wake up the next morning and someone is dead. (laughs) Good tie. I I didn't think about that. You're right. You know, I mean, that's what I (laughs) thought. That was my first thought when I heard it. I was like, Hillary Clinton... Someone's dead the next day. Carve another notch in the gun. Carve another notch. I'm not saying that she did anything, <laughs> but I'm saying it's awful weird. And shouldn't we be like talking about this and having a discussion <laughs> about another dead person after Hillary's name is mentioned? Because Putin's opposition activist, Alexei Navalny, died in prison last night. This was given from the Russian media. And I have an article here, and I'm going to give a little information. The Russian opposition leader, Alexei Navalny, has died in jail, the country's prison service has said, in what is likely to be seen as a political assassination attributable Vladimir. to Putin. That right there already says what um, we heard this morning on Fox News. Um, Lawrence Jones say. Yeah, Lawrence Jones comes out and goes, well, if you can tell all evidence is leading back to Putin. Really? What evidence? What evidence? Like Putin killed him? That's what he well, said. Leading back to evidence that Putin will. Well, you have, have done. You this. have no evidence other than your other than your feeling. Yeah. Keep going. Okay. Yeah. This gets a little crazy. Navalny was forty-seven. 
is one of uh, Putin's most visible and persistent critics, was being held in a jail about 40 miles north Arctic Circle, where he has been sentenced to 19 years under a special regime. He, last time he was seen, he appeared gaunt with his head shaved. In a statement, the Federal Penitentiary Service for the region where Navalny was incarcerated said that he had felt unwell after a walk and almost immediately lost consciousness. They tried all necessary resuscitation measures, and they were carried out but did not yield positive results. The statement read, The paramedics confirmed the death of the convict. The Kremlin said Putin had been informed of his death but had no further information. Yeah, in contrast to what that statement says about the the state of his health, it says right here, too, also, Navalny looked healthy when he appeared by video for a courtroom appeal on Thursday. Speaking from prison, Navalny complained about the frequent fines he received while in a punitive cell in prison and asked the judge to send him some money as my own is running out thanks to your decisions. So you just seen him yesterday and he looked healthy, but he's dead this morning. Yes. So imagine our surprise that this happened the day after more news broke about Russia. And our own corrupt government. And our own corrupt CIA the CIA, as you guys have noticed, <laughs> is really running the world. The CIA needs to be gone. They do need to be gone. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We need to do something. I was wondering, what can we do about the CIA? Yeah. You know? Well, and, and none of this none of this that, that Tybee and, and Schellenberger brought out, none of that even is shocking to me anymore because I, I guess my point with that is, like we said yesterday, if you look at the history of the CIA, all you got to do is look back the last 50 years and you can see how they've controlled everything. Not so much that they control it, but they go in and they create chaos and they create coups and they create overthrows of governments and they install leaders in there that push their agenda. Yeah, push their narrative too. And they are always changing the narrative. They they force it on you so bad. And while all this is happening, our elected officials, guess where they're at? They're in Munich, in Germany right now, sitting there talking about, you know, their great what bill are they that, they put, yeah. that they put forth. Zelensky was there. He did a, a speech already this what, morning. What bill is that? The, the foreign aid package? The foreign aid package. Okay. Yes. So um, that's why the Senate passed that and forced it through because they were all going to Munich and they want to just, you know, be so happy. And look what we did. Pat pat themselves on the back. back, Yes. Um, But as the world reflects on the murder of Alexei Navalny at the hands of Putin, it's worth worth remembering that Democrats are actively doing Biden's bidding as they also try to imprison his chief political opponent, Donald Trump. Remove him from the ballot and ensure he dies in prison. So, in essence, they're falling over themselves about Navalny by doing the exact same thing here in America to imprison their opponent. What's even more crazy or more ironic is the fact that we're talking about this, you know, a, a political opponent, a, a activist or a harsh critic of Putin being arrested based on his criticism of Putin but at the same time, we've got Biden over here, and this is from a post-millennial article of yesterday, and it says, 
Alexander Smirnov, 43, was arrested on Thursday at the Harry Reid International Airport in Las Vegas per a CNN report. It says that special on Thursday, Special Counsel David Weiss charged a former FBI informant who claimed President Biden was bribed by Ukrainian oil and gas company Burisma. The indictment claims the informant lied about Biden's alleged role in the business dealings. Wow. Here you go. A harsh critic of Biden gets arrested. Yes. So they, you know, they can sit there and just the, drool over themselves about this um, Putin. The irony in the, the, the gaslighting is off the charts. It is off people, the charts. Man. Yeah, you and know that's, that's why and I went, the Jan- all the January six. I just have to mention this because all the January six people that were in political prisoners, and yes, they were, they still are political prisoners. Still, thirteen hundred people have been arrested, uh, arrested for their criticism of Joe Biden for an election the, that they the were not happy with. Yes, it was an unfair election. It's like I pointed out at the beginning of the show. We're we're living in a crazy world, and it just gets crazier every day. Every single time. And then we're going to. Yeah, we're going to talk about crazy. We're going to talk about crazy. <laughs> you and I both know that yesterday was a crazy. I mean, everybody out there that's yep. listening to us. Yeah. Did y'all watch yesterday's Jerry Springer show? Did you? <laughs> because we were like. I couldn't do nothing but laugh. We were working on the show. We had it going on on C-SPAN here or Bannon. You know, he's always got it up. And we're I'm like sitting in here trying to put the show together, just dying laughing. Yeah, it was insane. It, it was so insane. Fanny this Willis. Fannie Willis misconduct hearing case in Georgia. Oh, my gosh. I'll tell you what, if... Just the word misconduct, and I know that it, what it, what it's meaning pertaining to this case, but if you ever wanted to bring a misconduct accusation or anything like that against her, <laughs> yesterday was sure some misconduct. Boy, howdy, man, man. She was a piece of work. You know, <laughs> we have a couple of articles. Man, I tell you, I could, like, play you a, a, a variety of, of clips, but we but know we have seen it over and over and over. And I know you have too. And it's so just crazy. We're just going to talk about a couple of points, <laughs> okay? So I have a media article here talking about legal analyst Caroline Polisi from MSNBC, okay, who we never talk about because they are way left. I right? read MSNBC all the time. They're hilarious too. <laughs> yeah, they're hilarious. That's about the only thing. They hardly ever tell the truth, but here we go. Yesterday, she she declared on MSNBC that new testimony contradicting contradicting Fannie Willis's claim about her relationship with a colleague was game over for her in the election fraud trial fraud trial against former President Donald Trump. She said, "Don't let the legalese fool you." She opened. This is epic. This is monumental. If things are going in the direction we think, Fannie Willis lied to the court. It's game over for her. She will be disqualified. If they had a relationship prior to when they represented represented truth to the court, it's a huge deal. I can't overstate. <laughs> Not only did she sit there and tell these lies about when her relationship began with, with him, yeah. and not only did she, she get all that, just she come in there acting like she did. Not only that, but her and him both admitted to tax fraud right there in front of everybody, man. <laughs> tax evasion. 
Yeah. Oh, I pay in cash. And I have piles of cash just lying around. Just lying around. <laughs> she said, what she say? She that, has that, her dad told her that she had to, that she should keep six months cash on her at all times. Shouldn't we all? Yeah. They were even asking that um, Wade, they were asking Wade, does she carry it in her fanny pack on, you know, in, in a fanny pack? And he was like, yes, she's always, she always has money on her. Yeah. <laughs> cash on her. You know, but you know, another thing that was really funny is she kept ob- objecting to the questions when she was on the stand. Yeah. You know, she kept being, I mean, she's not the one that's asking the questions. She's yeah. being asked the questions and she's on the stand being testif- testifying and she said she's not on trial, even though this is her misconduct, misconduct trial. trial. Yeah, it's she her says, hearing. I'm not on trial Pres- or Trump is on trial for you know, yeah. stealing an election. Completely irrelevant, had absolutely nothing to nothing do. But do, do you understand why she was able to get away with all of this? Because this was all without a jury. The only person she has to look to is the judge. And she kept talking to the judge only. She didn't want anything to do with the person asking her the question. No. I just thought it was hilarious. And her language, I mean, meaning English, this is a supposedly a well college-educated woman who was elected to the office of the district attorney. But, boy, she didn't seem very educated while she was on the stand, did she? No. I mean, and, 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 But let me tell you, what is this scream? What is all of this scream right here? This screams two-tiered justice system. This screams the unfairness that we've seen go on and on and on and on. And on a serious note about this, the disrespect that she showed the hostility that she showed in that courtroom yesterday, that judge should have called her down immediately. And the second time that she opened her mouth in a disrespectful manner of the way that she did, she should have had her in cuffs and back in the back immediately. Contempt of court. That's exactly right. Because she, you know, and, and the attorney asked, shouldn't she be a hostile witness? And she should have been. And she should have been. She was a hostile witness. Yeah. You know, yeah, in all seriousness, yeah, you know, so I mean, and what's really crazy is I'm going to bring this up because this is how the narrative is going to try to get behind Fannie Willis. Listen to this Fannie Willis had very strong body language during testimony and was all confident, an expert tells Laura Ingraham. Now, this is on Fox News, okay? Now, I could see this on CNN. Right. You know, but Fox News all of a sudden is going to take up for Fannie Willis when she and everyone else here in the whole United States of America and the world, by the way, are watching this, seeing the embarrassing mess she made of our court system yesterday. And and everybody knows that her credibility is shot and that, it, like it said, it's game over for her. And then... Like you say, the ridiculousness comes out with the media headlines such such as this right here. Yeah, it's just it's just totally out there, every bit of it. But before we move on from this craziness, because it is fun to end the week on a very light note, you know, because it has been a crazy week. But I want I do want to say this: um, Kevin O'Leary, he was on the Harris Faulkner show yesterday and Faulkner asked O'Leary for his take on witness testimony in the Willis hearing but he chose instead to marvel at Trump's total domination of the media 
I just want to read a little a little bit of what he said because I think this is important. He said, we wouldn't be watching this right now. What I've learned in the last 10 days, because I get the data every five business day cycles because we spend so much money on paid media, unpaid media, social media, buys for cable, buys for network. Trump has done something no one's ever done before. I'm not saying it's good or bad. He has sucked the oxygen out of the room for every competitor he has, including Nikki Haley. Even Biden doesn't get so much network time as he has now. This is extraordinary. If you actually look at the data, he's getting about 80% of the unpaid media. I mean, I don't know if you want to call that genius, but that's millions of dollars of free network time for all Trump, all day long, every single second. And here we are, more Trump. I love it. So if we ask the question, is this thing working? President Trump could go, yeah, it's working on my part. Yes, he can. <laughs> and before we leave for today, we do want to read his statement on this. Um, I thought it was just great way to end the week. Donald Trump on True Social last night at 11.07 p.m. says, they're talking about the Georgia Fanny scandal in quotes all over the world. In fact, by far, it is trending number one. I can't believe the Georgia State Judiciary or the governor can be happy about this humiliating embarrassment. It was a fake case from the start, and now everybody sees it for what it is, a major league scandal. The legal pundits, experts, and scholars are all screaming that this witch hunt, which has hurt so many fine people and patriots, should be immediately terminated and permanently erased from everyone's memory. The stench of what happened should shame Georgia no longer. It should get back to greatness and fast. Is this thing working? Rise up. Well, hey, everybody, that's it for today. Thanks for listening, and I hope you've enjoyed the show. Hope you've learned some things about what's going on around us in the nation and in your communities. You know, we couldn't do this without your continued support either. We appreciate all of you showing up, taking the time to listen to us today. So please, like I say, make sure to hit the like button, share our show with all your friends. We'll see you next time on Is This Thing Working? And as always, I'm James, and that's my lovely co-host over there. Denise. And we'll see you next time. We're out.